doing? Welcome to the second episode of the Bad Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Irene B, aka Malika's Mummy. <laughs> um, welcome back to those listening in for the second time. Thank you, thank you for your support. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Um, how are you? Um, yeah, if you're just listening in for the first time, you can already gather from the title. This is a podcast for parents where we can listen, maybe share. We can definitely relate on stories. Um, it's an unfiltered, real, raw podcast. Um, that's my disclaimer, by the way. So don't expect to hear lovely stories, maybe from time to time, but we will be talking about everything on here. Like I said, from sex, finances, relationships, babies, tantrums, um, training, everything, everything that comes under parenting, we are talking about it on this podcast. Um, So also, I don't want to exclude people who aren't um, parents on here you know if you want to listen if this is if this tickles your fancy why not yes everyone how you doing how are you doing today um yeah let me tell you how I'm feeling if you care I'm feeling very um irritable and annoyed I'll tell you why coronavirus Yes, that C word. I thought there was only one C word that I didn't want to ever hear, and that's another one. Um, if you're not aware of the first C word, cunt. <laughs> cunt. Um, yeah. Basically, yeah, I everywhere I go, it's just coronavirus. When I'm at work, the updates, coronavirus. When my the clients I have at at work coronavirus um even when my other half comes home we talk briefly about coronavirus I've even started avoiding the news because I just feel personally my opinion is I feel like they are part of the brainwashing and they're just really scaring everybody man I think they need to allow it like come on I just think like one side everyone's like oh it's just the normal flu and the other side is like okay there could be a possible lockdown and my manager asked me the other day are you prepared or are you panicking and I was like I'm not really doing either if I'm honest I'm not doing any of them I would I wouldn't I would prepare but I know there's nothing to prepare with because I looked on the shelves and there's nothing on I can't even get a bottle of water a bottle of water tissue I mean I buy those anyway we buy a lot anyway and um it's just become ridiculous now like even when things are running low it's like oh definitely got to get it and it but it's just everything's becoming too stressful to do now do you know what I mean and I just I'm already dealing with a lot I don't want to have that to deal with as well do you know what I mean and I was supposed to go on holiday with my girls and now we've had to postpone it do you know what I mean I put my deposit to the side I was doing my research you know we were gonna go on holiday and it was just like not even like a a long week we just wanted to do two three days three yeah and we were just like all right let's just have a break in the sun now we have to postpone it 
which is mad and um it's just like I my job role it includes meeting a lot of people so you can imagine yeah yeah I'm faced with a lot of people but I'm not even it sounds bad maybe I'm being careless but I can't lie I can't put that at the forefront of my mind because that would affect my job and my customer service and that's my job I have to give good customer service so no I'm not I'm not worried about it to be honest I probably have had it already if I'm honest I know people are going to listen to this and if you hear me later on I've been quarantined yeah these places are tapped but yeah we'll see how it goes I hope it all dies down eventually I really do because if it doesn't I don't know what the end outcome is going to be I'll be honest yeah I personally think because I've got like a thing about zombie films I hate zombies zombie apocalypses it scares me I think that's my worst fear and the way things are going is reminding me of a zombie apocalypse so I'm feeling like all right sage everyone they buried now from this <laughs> coronavirus what if all of a sudden boom everyone's awake and I'm just like oh I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know how to deal with it but that's just my dark side of my head coming through ignore me um yeah so apart from that what has happened to me um well my daughter she's um she's learning her colors and she's doing really well actually she's learning her colors and shapes she's almost two she's really smart but the bad side of it as well she's she is approaching her terrible twos and um she's she's picking and choosing she has selective hearing so when you call her name she chooses when she wants you to listen to you but you know when she listens to you when you say oh chicken she loves chicken she will turn around so quick when you say oh look chicken chicken like a chicken and she will turn around and she will hear you she her hearing works when you say chicken but not her name so i'm beginning to think maybe i should just change her name to chicken (laughs) so um yeah so that's that another one is um yeah i basically i'm a bit annoyed with myself so i did record yesterday i i recorded three times my podcast um and today's episode is about birth stories um yeah basically they didn't record yeah three times didn't record and yeah I just thought you know what maybe I'm just gonna keep it a bit more simpler today just in case I'm looking at my phone constantly right now I'm making sure I'm recording I had everything I was reading you know the stories from the mums and I was just like you know what maybe maybe it'll be better if I get the mums to somehow join me on this podcast and tell their stories themselves I think I was listening if um, I was thinking like I'm lacking the emotion um, that the parents could give me and I'm not doing the stories any justice it's never the same you read in a story of someone who actually went through it when they say it do you know what I mean so I'd rather just let the parents say it do you know what I mean? and you can hear their story but moving on 
I'm going to tell you my story. Yeah. And if you're looking to leave this podcast right now, let me tell you why you shouldn't switch off. Basically, um, it ended with me holding my baby in the middle of my room umbilical cord hanging out and blood all over the floor with just myself and my partner do you want to lock off now that's right I didn't think so (laughs) okay so once upon a time no I'm joking um so this is what happened okay where do we start I'm not going to give you dates and time specifics because this happened basically two years ago and I don't remember too tough just like most parents don't remember um but i'll tell you like little facts because for those who are pregnant and you're listening if this is your first child i'm gonna get very graphic so if you don't want to hear don't switch off just listen (laughs) don't switch off i won't get too graphic it's not fair on you because i remember when before i had my baby can't lie, I was shook. I was so scared. I was. I watched this lady's birth on YouTube, yeah, and I was like, "Oh my God, how is how am I only getting dilated? How can I be dilated for just eight centimeters? Or is it ten? See what I'm saying? My facts. And don't I need a meter to? Because you're pushing out this human. How am I just? How is this coming out of me? Oh yeah. By the way, before I forget. I know it's like it happened on Sunday, but it's Tuesday now. But happy woman's happy. Oh God, I've just messed up. Happy International Women's Day, right? <laughs> terrible, terrible. Anyway, yeah, I feel like it's not just the day. I'm not just gonna say it for the day. It's every day we are celebrating Women's Day. Do you know what I mean? Because we are the supreme beings. Okay, enough of that. Okay, so here we go. It all started with, I'll start from my contractions, right? I felt my first contractions um, on the evening, in the evening, while I was watching um, Ghostbusters actually, you know the the one with the all female cast, like, um, yeah. So I was watching that and my other half had just bought us a Indian curry, I remember. Was it pizza? No, it was Indian curry. He bought us takeaway, takeaway. So he'd fallen asleep. I think I'd even fallen asleep, but the contraction woke me up. So I felt like, oh shit, it's about to go down. So I was just bare. I looked at the clock. I remember looking up. I was like, all right, it's five to nine. Cool, this is happening now. So anyway, another contraction didn't come for time. It didn't happen. Cool. Anyway, went to pee. What came down? The show. Ladies, remember the show? Those of you who had kids, yeah? Alright, for those who don't know what the show is, yeah? The show is literally the start of the show. The show to this amazing entrance of a being coming through. So it's like a bloody, sticky substance. Um, I don't know if it's... It, it's just... It just lets you know, like, things are about to happen, isn't it? Something's happening... It's not painful, nothing. It's just, it's like, um, you know, here we go. It's about to go down. Here we go. So anyway, that happened. So I was like, all right, cool. So I let my other half know, oh, the show that came out. Pull him. I don't think he got it. He didn't understand, but he, you know, <laughs> he, he, you know, accepted. 
Um, so I was waiting for the, I was literally remember sitting there like, come on, where's the next contraction? Come on. I don't think it happened for the next hour. I didn't feel on anything else. I think what happened afterwards was I went out for a walk. Yeah, we went for a walk and hear this what this is what happened so i'm scared of dogs yeah so there's this massive dog on our block and i'm trying to like <laughs> so i see the dog and the way i turn around like nah not me not today i'm nah i'm not having it and because he wasn't on his leash so my other half's like what is wrong with you anyway that's another story so okay so i went upstairs i think after 15 minutes we went upstairs um well i don't remember what else happened that evening managed to sleep a little bit woke up next day i think my contractions were happening a bit more went into the hospital let me tell you now yeah i'm not going to name this hospital because their service was absolutely diabolical i can't even spell diabolical i shouldn't even be admitting i can't spell diabolical i could but i'm not yeah it was outrageous because all right firstly they measured me and i think i was only two centimeters dilated yeah just two with the amount of pain i was feeling i felt like i was ready to give birth there and then cool so they said so we decided to go back home went home um then my mum came (laughs) uh my mum was um, from an african background and she's brought her bible she's bought me my white garment for those of you who knows what a white garment is yes celestial pentecostal all of that so she's asked me to wear it she said lay on the bed toby and i said okay she started praying in the name of jesus and not, she's not only praying she's now banging my belly to make that prayer extra you know effective boof 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 she's banging my tummy i'm just like amen amen i was just in pain do you know what i mean so anyway so she's done that i said all right i'm gonna go for a bath now um because the contractions they were becoming a bit more frequent um so i was like all right let me have a bath maybe that could help me because that's what they say in it have a bath uh-uh that shit didn't work it didn't work for me it didn't happen i actually felt like i was gonna pass out in the bath i was literally feeling faint so um i said all right let me come out so my other house helped me out of the bath and now he's bought us pizza can you see the star of the show he keeps buying us takeaway if you've noticed <laughs> he's bought us takeaway twice so we bought us dominoes this ain't a plug by the way um and i'm like all right can you measure my contractions because it seems a bit consistent so now i remember my contractions they will come in like they were lasting i don't know but they'll come in like every four minutes so i was like all right let's go to hospital i remember i didn't i didn't even cream my body remember i've just jumped out of the bath my legs are ashy my hair i hadn't had done my hair i looked you i think you know when you're in when you're in labor that's why you see when i see posts with women looking prestige i'm thinking how the fuck are you able to still look this good are you serious right now what no i my, i didn't cream i thought you know what let me just not look rude let me at least cream my ankles because <laughs> i can't be disrespectful to human society with dry ashy ankles anyway 
we've got to the we've um we've arrived at the hospital and um we've reached the birth center i think and they said oh you booked in here and i'm like yeah i had a tour all right okay we're just gonna send you down to triage and we're gonna take your blood pressure and blah 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 while this is happening yeah i'm in the hallway in agony like agony doesn't even describe the pain i'm going through right now the pain i can feel yeah let me pull it out this to be quite descriptive here we go disclaimer to those who have who are pregnant who hasn't had the baby yet i'm sorry but this is how it feels for me so um it's like being cut from hip to each side of the hip from left to right with a blunt knife and then someone pouring chili flakes cayenne pepper cayenne pepper um you know if nigerians my nigerians ayamashi that's like with scotch bonnet um every lava it felt like hot lava in my body i don't know what that feels like but it felt hot and peppery i felt like i was being electrocuted i just i just wanted to stand on my tiptoes anyway i got sent to triage and what did they say yes my blood pressure was high obviously i'm in labor so triage nice women they were like okay let you're obviously in labor let's put you in let's at least rest in the you know in the birthing suite they weren't accepting me in the birthing suite here's what they said walk around for two hours that should help okay we walk around so fast forward i come back it's two hours um okay um if you could go back to triage what the fuck are you serious so anyway i didn't even have the i thought let me hold my tongue because i'm in labor right now and i don't want anything to shake me so we've gone back to triage my mum my other half and myself we've gone back to triage and we're stuck in this room it's a box room with you know those tables where they where everybody's got them even in the gp it's just a table where they do your swabs and that table with the little sheet of tissue on the side on the on the top of it that goes along it anyway i'm on there and my mum's there, my other half's there, he's gone to get his mum as well, so everyone's meeting me, and I remember, yeah, the pain, I couldn't scream, because I was just like, in my mind, I don't know if any other mum thinks this, but I was just like, don't try and scream right now, because you ain't even pushing out nothing, firm it, firm it, firm it, and I remember just like saying, mind over matter, mind over matter, mind over matter, breathing it did help breathing ladies going into labor remember to breathe i swear to you i can't express how helpful breathing is breathing and just having someone to hug you while just to squeeze something really helps okay that's my two tips for you cool so we were left there i remember probably being left there from about I don't know why I remember it being 8 p.m. till we didn't leave till midnight. Didn't leave, we left about midnight. I don't, you know, I because I remember I asked them for painkillers. The doctor came and she didn't come back. I asked for gas. They were like, okay, they didn't come back. They came to di- check how far I dilated. Two centimeters. Cool. We, I said, you know what, F it, I'm going home because I'm going to be induced anyway. Cool, 
I'm walking, I was like, hold on, mum, I need to shit, I need to shit, and she was like, no, Toby, oh, don't push, oh, <laughs> that's the baby, uh, hey, that's the baby, don't push, I, my other half's gone to art school, wheelchair, they said, no, the walking will help, okay, okay, cool, we've got, gone in the seat, I've gone to, I've walked all the way to the car park, I remember sitting on the pass in the passenger seat, holding that flap thing. You remember, you know that flap thing at the top of your head. I'm holding it and I'm just like, oh my god, ah. I was just crying. I remember crying. I was just like, fuck, I can't do this. And then we get home. I'm just like, all right, cool, cool. I'm gonna take a paracetamol. Yes, please laugh at me. I said a paras, one tablet of paracetamol. Cause you know what? I can't lie. I was bare thinking okay I don't want to harm the baby by taking any medication so let me just take one maybe that should be okay so I've taken one tablet and I've said to my other, I've said to my other half like go you go sleep it's going to be a big day tomorrow well, you know baby's here tomorrow basically so he's poor thing's gone to sleep now all right I've gone to pee here's the thing I've gone to pee and I went to pee now and then I remember my vagina going okay here's the what this description is so imagine you've just thrown up if you have or haven't so you've thrown up i'm sure everyone's thrown up before so you've thrown up and you know when you've just got the bile left you know you just got liquid and you're and you're standing over the seat yes st- you know when you're tiptoeing over the sink yeah <laughs> and you've got nothing in there and your tummy's just like <laughs> it, literally it wants to push out something that's what my vagina was doing okay so that's what was happening so that's like raw and I felt down there and I swear I could feel hair like something felt very spongy okay anyway I didn't say nothing to my wife so I've just said all right I'm good I tried to sleep I couldn't I was just banging the sideboard like oh pain contraction so I've gone to living room I was like oh let me just go living room this should be all right I've knelt over there, ladies and gentlemen, and I've bent over now. What do I hear? Pop! I can't even do the sound. Pop. Splash. Water all over the floor. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, hey, the show, the show has started. The show has begun. So I've walked over, I've waddled. I don't know. I don't remember that bit going to the living room, to the bedroom. I don't know how I did it. I, if, if it was up to me, I think I flew there. I've now tapped my other half like, yo, baby's coming, you know, baby's coming, my water's broken, he's jumped up, all right, all right, all right, so we tried to get me close to where, and I was like, no, no, the baby's here, the baby's here, coming out, and then, um, because my body's literally pushing, it's like, I can feel, and I'm literally using all my might, ladies who are pregnant, first time, your body knows when to push I swear to you your body tells you like that's why you know when they do epidurals and they numb you from you can't you can't feel your body doing what it's naturally meant to do but I think I've always had a high pain threshold I can't lie so ah, even that I can't lie that was mad if I could have a gas I think I could have done with gas and air but yeah anyway back to the story so my other half's called um 
999. I don't know if they've asked him what service. I'm in a daze. I can't hear nothing. I'm just thinking what's coming, what's happening. And then um, he's just gone, my wife's having a baby. My, my wife's giving birth, whatever. And I think that other person's gone in line. You're free to the police. Anyway, the guy's like kindly stayed on the phone with him. I remember pushing the one time her head down to her shoulders have come come through boom blood splattered everywhere cool second push everything she came out whole i'm holding her in my arms and i'm just like i need to do chest to chest because i'm just like she must gonna be cold um and and he's like oh my gosh she's done it the other guys advised my other half to tap my baby's bum and um I, I was like oh, oh yeah boom slapped her bum not hard by the way that sounded a bit aggressive and then um she's cried oh cool step one done oh is it a boy or girl oh yeah shit i didn't do a gender reveal i need to know if i've got a boy or girl checked it's a boy it's a boy oh she wiped it oh no it's a girl i thought the umbilical cord was her pee pee okay check back now done I've looked at her, made sure everything's okay, you know, wiped her, just got the closest thing, like got her blanket, brand new blanket, just wrapped her with a towel, everything, just making her sure she's warm. Um, yeah, I've looked at my baby's eye. She's got, she's got a bloodshot on the right eye, if not both of them, I think, but more so on the right eye. And I'm like, fuck, what have I done to my child? Did I poke her eye? Then I look on both hands. I see a I see something hanging, a finger. I was like, fuck, I've broken my baby's finger. What the hell? I've said, babe, babe, her finger. She's got six digits. She's basically got six digits on each hand. So she was just born with that. All right, cool. I thought I'd broken her finger. Anyway, fast forward, paramedics arrive. Um, they get mouth half to cut her umbilical cord. I give birth to the placenta with four paramedics looking at my nan on the bed. Cool. Um, yeah, we get taken to the hospital. You know, family come to meet us. Happy, joy, joy. Get, I get stitched up because, yes, we rip. Um, wasn't too bad. I loved the gas that I was given, though. Oh, my God. I felt how I was talking. I felt like I just sipped some champs, like... I was so high, like I, oh, I felt my voice. I felt like I was talking like this. It was amazing. I was like, why I could have done with this? Anyway, it was nice. I was bloodied up. Anyway, I had my bath. I can't lie. After being stitched up, though, I was scared to pee. I was so scared to pee because it felt like, oh my god, this is gonna fucking sting. But I, the way I positioned myself. I, I was squatting but leaning forward over the toilet that was all right that wasn't too bad um that was cool she came out she was healthy she did have her head cold though like they had to keep her warm because obviously she had been exposed to cold in it so they had to put her under some special heater but she was all good she latched on she um to my boob quite easily she was drinking very well so all thanks to the greatest um you know she came out healthy um yeah so move forward i'd uh, this is where yeah that i'm mainly i'd love to talk about 
talk about this with other parents so I stayed at my mum's house I think for about a week so obviously she did the special bath you know the special stretches for her um yeah so the second day I, I was there I hadn't fully absorbed what had happened until my sister was holding her rocking her and I looked at her and you never guess what happened I started crying I burst into tears like the cry was deep you know when you're like (laughs) then I was sobbing and I realized yeah hold on you know what I could I just delivered this child by myself and I just realized how much I loved like you know when this love yeah was just I'm gonna cry anyway like I felt love yeah like I've never felt before mad cringy but I swear to you yeah I felt like what is I couldn't describe it I looked at her forehead of hair she was just perfect like and she came out of me what like and you know what I was just why I was crying was I was thinking of everything that could have happened while giving birth to her so I was thinking I could have pushed her out she could have had the umbilical cord tied her down around her neck she could have been breached I could have hemorrhaged I could have if I while I caught her you know while because I was squatting over the bed um, I was just squatting over the side of the bed nothing secured I was just me I was responsible for catching her so if she had slipped out like I don't I felt like I'd only known this person for two days but I didn't know what my life would be without her that's how deep it was do you know what I mean um so I looked at her I just was crying so I think that's when my family kind of realized you know what yeah that we need to focus on you because you know no one really looks at you after you've had the baby oh well done tap on the back oh thank god we give thanks you know to mother and baby but they feel that you've gone through something so traumatic you've never gone through that in your life yes your first child and you've just you've just seen this bump bump in your tummy like and you've pushed this and ah it's mad when I deep it you know it's deep but I couldn't speak about the story without crying like you see I'm talking to you now by now I would have cried a good three times thinking about it but yeah um but to be honest now I do still think about it it's just I do feel like a bit emotional but I don't feel that emotional to cry because I feel like I've accomplished I've won a it was a it was a battle do you know what I mean like you know god um you know you know for those who've gone through it some women don't make it out and god bless the rest of their souls like people really un- I feel like it's underestimated what women go through what they're doing do you know what I mean um yeah so that happened I was referred I told my GP um I was diagnosed with extreme um, anxiety depression and PTSD so I was diagnosed with that Um, not only was I dealing with the mental I was dealing with how I looked physically Um, 
it was a change you know I was always I, I'm tall I've always been quite I wasn't ever you know too biggish I was just okay but now I had this extra skin with stretch marks um I just didn't feel good anymore I didn't feel like how I was really worried about how my other half was seeing me even though that should be the last thing you know like you're still trying to prioritize this human you're learning how they sleep you're learning how they eat you're learning so much about yourself and then you still got to worry about your other half hey Mm. yeah so these were a lot of this is the things i was going through um yeah so that's that's that ladies and gentlemen i'm all good as you know that took me about six to eight months to fully be good i had trust issues trust issues even in a car yeah i'd put on her in a car seat and i didn't trust the car seat i didn't trust the seat belt i would hold her extra just to make sure because my brain would think of bad scenarios so i would think of what if there was an accident i need to protect her with my life i was constantly i was extra but maybe it wasn't just that i feel like every mum's the same i don't know um do you know it would be nice to know am i alone in this like did you lot feel the same thing when you had your baby did you feel extra protective about this being that just came out of you um and also i'd like to know you know does it get easier the more babies you have i don't know that would be nice to know so yeah that's my story moving on um and you know what i can't lie i would do it i'd actually do it again it was so it's a sick story man god willing um i would love a home birth but part of me i'm just like not every birth is the same so we'll see we'll cross that bridge when we get there that would be nice to know so thank you for listening to that bit of the story hope i didn't bore you yeah let me know what you think it'll be nice to know um yes so basically the next part of the show would have been me reading um some stories from the mothers that sent through their stories but as i mentioned previously i'd love you the mums to be on their show live and just say it like you know how i was able to let you feel it i hope you were able to live it with me i'd want you guys to live their story because like i said i don't think i do the stories any justice by reading it um yeah so that's that that would have been the next segment but yeah let's move on to the next one so basically this part of the show i am basically giving the daily news of what you know what's parent related child related what's in the news so today well recently i've just basically come across an article about regarding the coronavirus um and parents are removing their school their children out of nurseries just fear you know just trying to take precautions of you know just in case they become infected and there is a lot of consequences because it's made me think forward and think okay if my daughter's nursery does decide to decide to close how much of an impact does it have on myself and my and my partner like um because we rely on her childcare 
um was obviously we work and if they decide to close that affects myself and him so how does it like so what's going on like people obviously the government are now saying that the consequences it could have is um so with schools closing obviously some parents are refusing to pay because if it's closed for roughly two three weeks they don't feel like they they need to pay that which is right i feel because why do i need to pay two three weeks of school fees if my child isn't using your facilities anyway and also they're saying that um you know costings could be affected so wages and everything like it's all it's all gonna have a domino effect and people who aren't removing their kids schools are gonna be closed how are they gonna earn more money so it's apart from the health aspect it's got a lot of financial aspects of um a lot of financial complications and um coming with it as well so this have you thought about it as well like i said are we are you panicking are you preparing have you lot actually bought stuff have you filled up your ha- your house if you if you if you've still got children in nappies are you have you bought enough or just like people are buying tissue in bulk i don't know why but yeah um your baby milk have you lot got all of that ready um yeah so there's another article this is the next segment so this is a segment of the good bad parent or the bad bad parent so this is what we're gonna say so basically there's a lady called nicole from bridgend um she's caused a little bit of um confusion amongst the parenting society apparently uh, because she's confessed to bathe herself and her children once a week with the um you know with the liquid detol and i don't know if i'm alone in this basically my family my mum used to you know use half a capful of detol in my water yeah i'll straight up say it what like we used it i don't know if anyone else if you can relate with me boom just let me know because i feel like if you've been brought up with it nothing happened to our skin it, my mum just wanted us to be extra clean because not on top on top of that yeah she would use black soap you know that black medicated soap in in the hair shops you see it, it's called osher dudu yeah so that's what she would use for us and um we'll come out you know when you're like that's how we'll be squeaky clean that's how we were so this lady is using it for her children i'm gonna put her in the good good bad parent section um because she's got her children's best interest at heart and she's she just wants them to be clean i don't know why it's such an out outrage or you know why it's caused such an uproar i don't see it that deep like she's cleaning her kids i mean it'll be bad if she wasn't cleaning her children that'll be another thing at least she cares about them do you know what i mean and i don't know it's not that deep really isn't there's worse things to be worrying about anyway we are reaching the end of the show i hope this is all recorded (laughs) um and i hope you've enjoyed listening to me talking um agatha said it won't just be me talking throughout all the episodes um 
moving forward I hope to get some parents on here talking about their experiences um I am trying to balance life being a parent I'm still getting used to it like I can't lie yesterday when everything was recording I had food in the oven I had chicken mac I had it in the oven as I was recording I was like oh this should have burned while I'm recording so maybe deep down I wasn't um really concentrating and also right now as I'm done I've got to make sure I get things done before the little one finishes school I've got a lot of plates to wash and I just got clothes to put in the washing machine that's my life so (laughs) I'm trying to make sure I this done because it's definitely a passion of mine that I want to accomplish and it'll mean a lot for me you know to have your full support just share it listen um by all means let me know what you want to hear I want us to be interactive I want this to I want to be involved with you do you know what I mean um yeah I'm hoping just to create a, a little community for parents like just to talk how we can improve things if we can if we have that power in a in a in a bunch you know with a bunch of people I I just want to change something I don't know like if it's how kids can be entertained I don't you know what I mean I just don't want them to be so powered by social media or everything because we are responsible for the future do you know what I mean so let's start from now anyway let me not ramble on about that Um, I look forward to doing the next episode with you guys. Thank you for listening to me, Irene B. Malaika's mummy. Yeah, have a blessed week. And remember, you're doing an amazing job. If you haven't been told so already, you are amazing. You're bringing up amazing, beautiful children or child. You're just blessed. Thank you for listening again. God bless.